warm, enjoyable and chock full of nuts. Just like a sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, it's that Friday feeling, baby. We love it. Oh, no. You know it's a Friday show when Matt O'Kine literally stands up on the office chair, spins it around and then sits backwards like a cool sociology teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, I want you to think of me not just as a lecturer, but as a friend. Um, Would anyone like to go and grab a beer after work, (laughs) after the the tutorial? (laughs) Um... So, what's this I hear about you being on Sunrise yesterday? Oh, uh, well, I'm surprised you didn't you hear about it rather than you just saw it happen, Matt O'Kine, being a, uh, a father of one up early in the mornings. But, uh, yes, myself, Reese Nicholson, Kyron Wheatley, and a couple of uh, dudes in drag uh, from Granny Bingo on uh, on Sunrise Weather with Sam Mack. It was very nice to chat to Sammy Mack again. So, um, were, you the, were you the weather cross that they go to... Yeah, in and they the said, mornings. oh, and we're here with a couple of guys. We're opening a comedy theatre in Melbourne. <laughs> and we're like, comedy's back. Dude, it's usually like Country Women's Association cooking brownies. Or it's like the, kid, the kids at some primary school who are doing like skipping all day to raise money for a new school hall. Pole dancing classes, um, yep. all sorts of things. You know, the, when the show's on, there's always down at the show. <laughs> but, a um, couple yeah, of goats eating out of Sam Mack's hands. <laughs> they're going around uh, Victoria at the moment because... Because, you know, obviously uh, being based in New South Wales, they've been unable to travel through the state. And so Mm. just making up for a little bit of lost time and uh, talking about all the news and the facts and the goss that's going down here, man. It's awesome, man. Well, congrats. The, the, the club that you are running, Comedy Republic, it's exciting times. Well, but we've but got enough whole, about that. We've got a whole show to run right now, mate. Comedy Republic is one thing, all right? And it's opened last night. Really great. Come on down. But that's, that's small fry too. And I'm going to get close to the mic here to say this. Just how good that perm looked on television. I mean, the perm was absolutely flowing. And if the perm wasn't back before yesterday morning, it well and truly is back and ready to attack now on this Friday. I'm so excited. Let's get stuck into it. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, we should say before we get into the big news of the day that Flight Facilities will be our guests today. They're going to be joining us in a moment. Jimmy and Hugo, they make some uh, absolute bops. So, can't wait to be chatting to the boys, catching up again after all these years. Uh, but Matt O'Kine, you've, as always, kept your eye on the news. And the news seems to be heavily focused at the moment on our fridge's condiment drawer. Yeah, man, it's a good time to be butter right now. Um, it's booming. <laughs> wait, wait, Seriously. wait. You're telling me there's a butter boom? <laughs> it's, it, there's never been a better time to be butter. It is absolutely flying off the shelves at the moment. There's never been a better butter time. Oh, damn it. Almost done <laughs> <Yeah>, it. <laughs> almost there. Never been a better butter time. Um, what's going on? Well, apparently people staying home more than usual because of the, uh, because of the old pandemic, pandeasy. Doing lots of bacon, cooking, etc. Passing the time, 2020, it's uh, it's having the, the butter boom. Oh, so a lot of people buying butter and then chucking the butter into their uh, into their things to make it less yeah, bitter. Yeah, so, so, okay, there's a company in, in uh, Minnesota, right, expecting to sell 275 million to 300 million pounds of butter this year, right, which is a 20% increase. Maybe that's why... Toilet paper sales are also increasing is because people eat more butter. People getting a little bit buttery on the insides. 
and the food's just slipping right out. <laughs> it's just, it's like if you if you buttered yourself up and chucked yourself down a wet and wild slide, my friends. It is, uh, it is very fast stuff. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, the U.S. Department of Agriculture butter production is up six percent in the U.S. over the first nine months of the year. On top to track two billion pounds of butter for the first time since 1943, and we all know how that buttery that year was. <laughs> It's the first year that comes to mind every morning when I'm spreading toast. I think, God damn, it feels like 1943 in here. I go heavy with the toast, with the butter as well on my toast. I I really lather it up. <laughs> Mate, I have been loving bread and butter. We buy so much butter, it's ridiculous. But, um, but it's good news for an industry that's, you know, because, I mean, they've been coming up Against a lot of plant-based goodness. Oh, wouldn't they just? The marge, the canola oil, the nut-based spreads. I mean, they it's a fractured shivering. industry. They are shivering in their hoofs right now. They don't want to. They don't want to lose it. Yeah. So, uh, so it is good news for butter. But of course, you know, this is typical of any boom, Alex Dyson. I mean, we're seeing it with Australian property. Mm. All right, we see it with the share price. It, you, you can never just exponentially grow. That's right. right? There's going to be a butter bust. There will be up after the butter boom. There's a butter bust. <laughs> it's, people of these companies are going to be left with millions of pounds of the stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've got four different opened packets in my fridge alone. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I don't finish them. Some are unsalted when I need the salted. Like it's all just it's all a disaster in there. And so you're going to end up. There's going to be a lot of butter in the gutter. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I really regret talking about this topic just based on how much, yeah, how Seinfeld you've gone on this. Yeah, I, I really have. I'm really sorry about this. It's, um... But it's awesome. I love it. Oh, great. I love it. Um, so, yeah. So, look, I, but you know what I was thinking? The butter bus is not going to be good, mate. Mm. Going to have a lot of excess. Exactly. So, I figure here's just a couple of... Uh, Here's a couple of things for everyone who's got too much butter in their lives, uh, how to use that extra butter. Instead of bread and butter pudding, try butter and butter pudding. (laughs) Replacing the bread with a healthy alternative like butter for that real buttery goodness. Instead of hand sanitizer, try butter. You'll be saying... (laughs) I can't believe it's not hand sand as you grease up each and every digit. COVID will bounce right off and you'll turn every meal into finger licking goodness. <laughs> can't get toilet paper? <laughs> Try don't, butter. Don't you do it, <laughs> don't you do it my bad. <laughs> <laughs> It'll turn every trip to the toilet like the knife after you've spread some Vegemite onto some already buttered toast. Oh, no. <laughs> how, how dare you? <laughs> how, how dare you do that? That's all I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a big wind-up for, for uh, not many other alternatives. Oh, I think that works well. Uh, good luck to you in the inevitable butter bust. <laughs> But please, don't butter your butt. (laughs) Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. 
Matt O'Kine, I am so excited today because we get to be chatting to a couple of pals again who have been releasing absolute tuneskis for many years now. Here's just a sample. I'm better than ever when I'm looking at you. I'm better every way. They're not oh, ready man, for the magic, so but I tell you what, they've been brilliant. And I could have selected a bunch of other songs exactly. to put in there as well. That's the thing. It's Flight Facilities, Jimmy and Hugo. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey. How you doing? It seems like you guys have been making just such great music for, what, over a decade now. How has uh, 2020 compared to uh, all of those great music-making years? I think, I think we needed to hear that after a year of not touring. We need our egos fluffed a little bit. Maybe that was uh, <laughs> that's exactly what every artist needs at the moment is just to feel good that there was something good that came out at some point. It could be a bit like that because that would be how you'd hear your own songs and you played on stage. And I've, I've seen plenty of interviews where people are going, oh, I'm st- you start to get sick of them after a while because you're doing them night after night after night. But then now with this big break. Different. (laughs) Way different. They'll be like, please let me hear my own song. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, how have you you spent 2020? Have you been hanging out at all or have you just spent the time completely apart? What's been going on? We've hung out a lot, actually. Yeah, we've We've been working a lot. Jimmy's Jimmy's driven down to Sydney a couple of times and I've I've, uh, flown up to Byron a few times, which is, Mm. um, you know, scary things these days jumping on planes but um i don't know it's it's been all right i think it's like been calling byron bay the edge of the cage because when you're stuck in your state that's pretty much as far as you can get away from everyone without crossing the border <laughs> and who'd have thought that brisbane would be paradise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, byron bay is turning into proper like it's like australia's hollywood these days it's insane uh, is it just a who's who as you walk around the street no Everyone thinks that it is, but the, I don't. I, the, you know, the most I've seen, and no one even knows. You know, Michael Shannon, he's Greg Buell on in Eight Mile, which is um, Eminem's mother's um, boyfriend. Wow, <laughs> what's he doing um, here? But, but poor Michael Shannon, that is like probably the bottom rung of his um, expertise, <laughs> that role. But he's one of those guys that you see his face and you're like, oh my god, he's the guy. Like he's one of those. Mm. He's a, an amazing method actor. Um, but I see him every single day, no joke, just riding past around like, and he's one of those guys that actors are like, oh my God, it's Michael Shannon, but no oh. civilian, no civilian in their right mind. And because he's so blase, he's just, he's riding around on singlets and like cruising around. He literally gets away with everything, like like walking past anyone, no one notices, but as soon as an actor or anyone in the biz goes like, as soon as a Hemsworth <laughs> comes nearby, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's up here filming um, Nicole Kidman's new series called Nine Perfect Strangers or Seven Perfect Strangers. Nine Maybe. Perfect Strangers, yeah. There's a number of strangers. Um, <laughs> and and he is the perfect stranger walking past everyone without even <laughs> anyone knowing. He's one of the most famous guys um, getting around at the moment. But yeah, I thought that was very interesting. But no, I mean, the Hemsworths, you probably see them with their kids and they're so inconspicuous and just riding around the streets that mm. like, People just miss them, which is cool. And I think the best thing about here and Australia, especially, we don't have that fame culture. Mm. So, like, you do see them riding around. You go like, oh, shit. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you don't go like, excuse me, can I have a photo with all of your kids here and everything? Like, yeah, dude, I know exactly what you're saying. I was in Byron Bay about six years ago. 
and I swear to God, I'm pretty sure I walked past David Byrne. And I was like... <laughs> that would have just been one of the old knockoffs from the bowler. <laughs> and I was like, is it? I think it. And then he was past me and I was like, oh, I'm not going to say it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, we'll call it. guy with a handlebar mustache, you're like, that was either Chubb Reed or David Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. Well, so, something you guys have been doing is releasing your own app which is quite oh, yeah. cool. Your yeah. mixes that we've heard you do over the years, Decade Mix has been so popular, you've been managed, you've managed to put it to your own app, which makes you now the second musical artist I've ever interviewed who's released their app. It's now you and Dolly Parton. And- no, oh, yeah. shit. That, that is cool. I know you've joined the pantheon of uh, of musical yeah. artists. So remember, we talked to her. You got an app, Dolly. She goes, "Yeah, you could just call me Digital Dolly." And I'm like, <laughs> "I love you, Dolly." Parton. Why didn't we have a catchphrase, Hugo? We had <laughs> no, to. We really messed up. There's nothing. Is there anything that goes uh, with that? Um, oh, uh, free free download flight deck <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think it's just that we, you know, those decade mixes. You have every hit over sort of. 40 or 50 years and uh, then you have algorithms that get better and better at detecting that stuff and, um, and then you need to find somewhere to put it where no one can get you in trouble. So. That's it. <laughs> well, <Stop talking. laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about Flight, Flight Deck. It's called Flight Deck. You can get it on iOS and Android. Um, like, firstly, what gave you the idea to just have this, this app and, and what can users get from it? We grew up, well, we started making music in the era of the blogosphere. And in that era, you could, as an artist, um, take someone's song without the remix parts or any parts at all and make an edit or something. And someone on a blog, if they liked it, that ran a blog would go like, I'm going to put that out and it would go out to the world. So we not only got music, we were able to start our careers this way. And for better or for worse, depends on which side of the fence you sit on, um, that doesn't happen anymore because you know there's copyright laws that are very much in place for great reasons but there's a lot of creativity that gets hindered by that so we wanted to go back to blog days no just kidding we wanted to (laughs) we wanted to um just let a little bit more creativity out and from our own universe and hoping to inspire that kind of feeling again i mean it's a it's a really interesting conversation when you get really deep into it because we never we came onto the scene really not making much money from selling music. And so we've never had that kind of revenue and we always saw it as a a freedom of art a bit more. And, uh, you know, five years before and we would have been like, Spotify, (laughs) you know. But like we are honestly, we live by the ethos that your a song is like a business card to a show. Right, yeah. I, I want everyone to have as many business cards as possible. I yeah. think you're sort of better off rolling with how everything goes as well because people were accessing music for free since like the 90s now. And so we were lucky enough to grow up in a culture where it was like, this is all how it's been. You don't make money from necessarily selling music because unless you're in the top echelon of artists, that's generally not the case. Even with the streams you make, unless you're in the sort of top thousand streaming artists, you're probably going to make more money working as a pen pusher at Spotify. So I think it's just like if the music can be out there and super accessible, that's more valuable to us in terms of doing our shows than it is for it, you know, to try and withhold it in any way. Some of the things you can get on it, all your music basically, remixes, it says here, impossible to find bootlegs. Aren't <laughs> impossible to find bootlegs impossible to find for a reason usually? <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> impossible to find. Well, I mean, it's, 
some of them are 10 years old. So one could say 10 years equals maybe pretty impossible. If you haven't found it before now, we, we've got to make the game easier for you. And that's what we did. We created an app so you could get these bootlegs. Well, that's interesting. I haven't di- dived deep, too deep in there, but I remember a uh, Jimmy Two Socks Empire of the Sun bootleg oh, that I yeah. used to like playing a fair bit back <laughs> in the day. Is that one in there? Well, yeah, that, that one's actually coming. That's the second drop. Oh, okay. The exclusive new drop. drop of content. Because, I mean, have yeah. you guys got that sort of cringe factor about some of it? I mean, we've been talking recently this year about a uh, about a, a film that I was in when I very first started called <laughs> Sweet F.A. And uh, we had some listeners review it yesterday. Um, they did not enjoy it, let's just say. So have you got any, like, songs or anything like that where you're like, oh, man, if anyone found this song, they would laugh us all the way out of town? Yes, we have many of them. They won't be on the app, but they never even made it. What's the one that stands out the most? Yeah, what's, uh, the, what's the worst flight facilities remix? You go, you've got the memory of an elephant. Tell me something I don't want. Uh, the worst, we had the beat for I Didn't Believe, and then we were like, well, we just released a successful song, so maybe we can just write another one. We could not. <laughs> so we, uh, we wrote our own vocal to have Louis Austin sing it, and I found it the other day, and my God, did it suck. <laughs> not not like, Louis Austin. Oh, Louis Austin is a great yeah. vocalist. Probably yeah. the more that what we wrote. Yeah, he exactly. was, yeah, he was, he was like, working he was like, with... Some chuck steak when you thought it was some uh, <laughs> Angus ribeye. Yeah, okay. Much. He thought <laughs> it was. Like us, we, were, we, 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 were, we were the rump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a wood chipper. It was horrible. So we, uh, Goodness. We couldn't do any, uh, any favours by doing that, and I'm glad that never saw. Well, the beat saw the light today because it was, I didn't believe, but but the uh, what we had on there was, oh, great. Mm. I Goodness. love that we um, that we were good enough to save the world from that one. Okay, great. You could put something else out, which it is goes uh, to show that you could go. Well, we didn't do this justice. Let's not <laughs> release it because you could have made that mistake, and then you give it to someone else who turns into a, a great track. You know, so it's like it's hard that work temperament. pays off. That's yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> so it's a smart way to do things. And, uh, Flight facilities, smart, you've, you've exactly you've done it so well over the years. We thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you do get Flight Deck, the Flight Facilities app. I'm going to be going, making my way through the uh, the decade mixes, which have always been awesome and always a bit tricky to find. So it's really great of you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on All Day Breakfast, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll hang out again soon. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for having us, guys. It's great to see you guys again. Champions. You too. See you guys. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. Bye. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Madokine, all day breakfast throughout the week is basically us hitting the shops and accumulating some fresh, hot, spicy produce. But sometimes when it comes to Friday, we've got that much good stuff still left in the fridge that we do a little segment called Leftovers. Yeah, we chuck a bit of... uh tasty treat-filled Tupperware into the microwave, heat it all up and lay it out in a nice little home banquet, little buffet that we can sink our big tablespoons into. (laughs) (laughs) Marley Grace has gotten in touch. Uh, Says, psychic! This Virgo lost her headphones at the gym literally yesterday. Nowhere to be found. Well, and that is in response to your horoscope, Alex Dyson. I certainly did. I said that those little Bluetooth headphones, they're impossible to find. If they fall out, you give them a kick and then away they go. And, uh... Not only that, I got the Virgo correct, so could be dealing with two psychics on this whole podcast here. Are you finally a believer? I must be. Yeah, my powers are good. All right. Elizabeth underscore Henderson says, uh, woke up in the morning with half a cheeseburger in the bed. 
finished it off, went back to sleep. Now that is true grub quality. Congratulations. You've graduated. Liz, from- that is Matt kind um, he, he is the vice chancellor of the University of Crumb and the, the UC, we call it. And that is, that's the honours class. You, that's the semester. You've got your PhD in absolute <laughs> schnitzelness because that is... So grubby. It, it, is, it. it is in response to uh, what have you found in your bed as well. And Penelope has gotten in touch and said, just listening to what have you woken up to? And I once woke up to a half-digested rat that my cat had thrown up on my doona. So revolting. Needless to say, I threw the doona out, as well you should. Oh. Okay, And not, the, not what uh, Elizabeth did, and that was eat it uh, when you wake up in the morning. Now, Tom from Brisbane has given us a call. G'day, Tom. Yeah, how you going? Good, thanks, Tom. Now, we had uh, a little bit of a guilt-free whinge earlier in the week, um, <laughs> me and Alex Dyson, because sometimes you need that, you know. Too many people, we get it, the world is a tough place at the moment, you know, and a lot of people have a lot of proper things to whinge about. But sometimes people like us, you know, we just need a good guilt-free whinge to just get things off our chest. And this week we wanted to have a whinge about having nice partners because, honestly, it can be exhausting sometimes. There's a lot, it, Tom? Of, lot of downsides yeah. to uh, going yeah, out with a nice right. person. What, what have you found, Tom? Uh, just my partner, over the top nice, and it's just got to stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> just can't handle it anymore. But. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it has to stop, stop, but uh, certainly I don't know how it's she worth up getting... with me, really. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened, Tom? Tell us about the other afternoon. Uh, so i got a workmate I used to work with. Um, me and him catch up every other weekend for a couple of beers and he's the sort of bloke, he doesn't mean to do it intentionally, he's genuine. And But uh, he'll do the typical thing where he'll bring a six pack of warm beer and it's not very good beer and he'll be like, oh, brought beers over. He'll put them in the fridge but because mine are cold. He'll be like, oh, I'll drink yours first and then he'll end up leaving and leave really bad beers in the fridge. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and leave some, uh, some really <laughs> good beers just going down the S-bend of the toilet there, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah, or he'll bring yeah. six and uh, and have 12, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> after a little while, after a couple of weeks, I got a bit long in the two, so I thought I'd hatch a bit of a devilish plan. I thought, you know, I'll, I'll for, quote, forget to buy beers on the way home. He'll walk in, no beers there, I think, oh, sweet, oh, sorry, mate, you parked me in as well. Can we go in your you? Awesome, oh. we'll go get beers. Maybe I'll bring my wallet, you know, for, oh, for my accident. <laughs> so he has to drive you there. <laughs> yeah. Then you don't bring your wallet. He has to fork out the money and suddenly you finally get uh, a little bit of cha-ching back. Yeah, this is yeah, getting to Ocean's Eleven levels here, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah, like yeah, it. that's right. <laughs> well, I thought it was great. I thought it was foolproof until the beers were at four. I text my partner. I said, hey, look, you know, got a mate coming over. I thought I was, I thought I was doing the nice thing. Hey, honey, you know, I got a mate coming over for beers. Kick off at four. Yep. Got home at maybe 10 to 4, walk out the back to where the beers will be had, and then there is a cold carton of beer on the table. <sighs> She's gone out and my favorite, beers. My favourite too, premium beers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. an Go absolute nightmare to live with, <laughs> oh. Tom. Can you, be- it, can you can believe you this? Foils your plan, all right? <laughs> not only foils your plan, but buys you the beers that you like, Yep. And forces yep. you to not have to go anywhere and just sit it sit yeah, down and yeah. just drink them with yep. your mate. Oh. Yep. with your mate. I know this is I know this is a safe place so I can have my guilt free whinge, but I tell you what, even the lovely handwritten note on top saying, Hey honey, heard you having beers this afternoon. Saw there weren't any in the fridge. So I went and bought some for you. 
Un- uh, unbelievable. Stop, Look, do you want me to the get whole, the divorce the while you're on the gone. phone right now, so you can tell them this story because it'll be it'll be cut and dry. This is this is despicable behaviour, and I got to tell you, it's the stuff that other other organisations refuse to talk about. So thanks for coming on all day breakfast, having a guilt free week. And I bet, us, eh? I bet your mate took full advantage of this niceness as oh. well, didn't he? I bet he, st- he st- oh. I bet he said, oh, you know what? Why don't I go at eight o'clock tonight? Why don't we just have one more? <laughs> Uh, well, he did say, mate, I should come around here every afternoon. I'm like, no. Oh, that's exactly no, no, what you no, didn't no. want. That's it. <laughs> Goodness me. All right. Hope you have a stern word to your partner there, Tom. But thank you very yeah, much for joining well, us we'll, on All Day no Breakfast. Worries. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Feel free to get in touch with the show no matter what you have to say to us. Matt and Alex with a couple of dots in between. <laughs> Now, Matt O'Kine, it is the end of a big week and both of us have been recovering from a huge Saturday night in which we were very, you know, graciously awarded not only the best moment of the year in the podcast awards, but we got third place in the best entertainment podcast category, which was pretty cool. we got that bronze. I bit into it, the medal that they sent us. (laughs) Pure 100% dairy milk. That's, That's what it is. Such no, is the state was... of the world at the moment. But <laughs> there was more than pride riding on this. We put down some cold hard bets with our podcast sisters, the girls from Shameless, Michelle, Zara. They join us now. Hello. Hello. We have egg on our face. <laughs> I hate it. Uh-oh. <laughs> You guys should have gone for the tattoo thing for us. <laughs> I know, yeah. It would have made us look really brave and then uh, we wouldn't have had to do it. But, I mean, I was sort of, I'm a bit disappointed. I would have liked to write a song. Good reason to write a song. is always mm. fun. But you you now, according to our agreement, um, you have to join Alex Dyson this weekend for one of his <laughs> infamous Zumba classes. Yes. Where he performs Zumba to a huge audience, and believe me when I say this, how many people was, have you done it to before, Daiso? Uh, I think my peaked out at about 400. We were getting, oh I, I'm God. glad it went there because i got to tell you, paying for a Zoom membership for over 500 people is an absolute, is it's absolute extortion. Yeah. Is yeah. it really? How expensive. much are we talking? It's like hundreds hundred. of dollars. I think it's like hundred. $200 a month or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's very yikes. expensive. I think it's yeah. more than that. It's, I'm, still, I'm still doing free 45-minute calls with people. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to people in LA being like, okay, we're going to have to get off real soon and uh, log back on. Sorry, Being timed guys. Out. But I, am, I should be hired. But um, <laughs> look, it is it is Zumba inspired, but there's uh, absolutely no uh, coordination for one. Um, there's absolutely no uh, fitness benefit for another. <laughs> it is more an occupational health and safety hazard than it is a fitness exercise. And so it's going to be pretty interesting, but you just agreed to put on the line being backup dancers. And uh, I, yeah. I very graciously have let you decide on what the, the song is going to be. Oh, Ooh, can we get a okay. nine beat? I'm more than happy oh, to take the song, come up with a dance over the next two days, and then Sunday at 11 a.m., you can tune in and get fit with myself and Michelle and Zara from Shameless. I mean, I still can't believe we're in this situation. I truly thought on the night when you guys came in bronze, I'm like, amazing, we're going to get silver. <laughs> and then we didn't get silver, and then we didn't get gold, and I was like, not only did we not get bronze, we didn't place. Out of five podcasts, we didn't get one of the three spots. So I can't believe we're here, but... Song choice, Zara, very important decision on the line. We need to go with one of our, like, OGs. We need to go Taylor Swift. We need to go, like, Justin Bieber or I someone was gonna e- say equally basic bitch. Justin Bieber would be great. 
Have you guys got a dancing memory that you, you know, maybe together or individually? Like I remember one night, the Sock Exchange in Brisbane, it was a Tuesday night, a friend's 18th birthday party. Things got out of hand. I end up in a dance-off with this Indian dude and like I had never met him before. There was literally a crowd around us like cheering. It was full step-up vibes. And then at one point, at one point he was doing something and he like he was sort of like doing scissors with his legs and I dove along the floor in between his legs and then got up on the other side of him and did like this. And everyone was like, like it was crazy. Like the place melted down. So, this is not what is expected of us, right? Well, yeah, well, I mean, just... this is the thing. I think only dancers have dancing memories. My only memory <laughs> dancing related is like every single dance I've ever been to, like high school dance, I would just awkwardly jump on the spot. I remember all my friends would make fun of me, being like, you just jump. I'm like, I don't know, I just on jump the on the spot. spot. I freak out. Well, I don't know what to do with my limbs. I did do a bit of a, a jumping vibe as a butterfly another time, so maybe I can incorporate some jumping <laughs> moves into the dance to sort of we go your side of things, Michelle. What about yourself, Zara? Any dancing memories? No, I can't dance for shit. Oh, I don't even know if I can swear on here. <laughs> uh, you no, can't, can't, and that's why we got bronze, all right, because no, no. they're pushing your expletive-riddled you cesspit of filth into the fourth and fifth position. <laughs> Come down to our level, we're dragging you. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm no dancer. I think... Um, a lot of people say I run like a chicken and I think I dance a bit like a chicken too. Yeah. You're all elbows. I'm all limbs all and I don't have many limbs. I'm short. So I don't know how I make myself look limmy when I don't have very long limbs. Okay. So Zara and I do look very mismatched when we dance together because I'm quite tall, Zara's quite short and it just doesn't quite... Like there's no symbiosis going no. on when <laughs> we're dancing. So. Well, I feel if there's one choreographer who can join together the jumpers and the elbow pointers, <laughs> it is Alex Dyson. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in the lab. I'm going to come up with the perfect choreography to a Justin Bieber song. Any particular Taylor Swift yeah, song? Yeah, Mistletoe, we want to go Christmas theme. Mistletoe, Justin Bieber, this Sunday. Um, head to my Instagram. It's got a link to the Zumba sign-up page. Uh, do oh, that no. and you'll be able to uh, get on board and uh, then tune in at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. I was a bit naive. I didn't quite realise you had the, the Zoom following. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hundreds of people. Pe- they, people love it. They absolutely yeah. love it. So you, all eyes will be on you, I promise. People are going to unsubscribe after they see me jumping and you doing the chicken wing thing. Yeah, we're going to ruin your Zumba. No, I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. I'm sure it'll come either fourth or fifth place in Zumba of the year. So... <laughs> Fourth or fifth, so you know, isn't it good to not know if you came last or not? <laughs> participation award, boys. There's no shame in the participation award game. Exactly right. All right, Michelle Zara, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we cannot wait to uh, first of all see you at Zumba at eleven, and then your podcast comes out the next day. So I'm sure we'll uh, hear you with the ice packs on. <laughs> not. Thanks for having us. See you Sunday. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. And all this week is very, very fun. Uh, Five eps for your ears. And uh, make sure, if you haven't signed up for Zumba on Sunday already, it's going to be a backup dancing extravaganza with Mission Zara. Um, They're sounding nervous. They're sounding apprehensive. But... We're going to shake our bonbons as best we can at 11am, so uh, make sure you uh, you jump through my Insta bio and uh, get on board. 
Mate, speaking of getting on board, thank you for boarding our flight with Flight Facilities, Hugo and Jimmy, absolute legends. So great to have joined us and check out their app. And uh, Alex Dyson, we always thank everyone who's been getting in touch with us. You can always do that at matt.n.alex. Absolutely. Uh, we hope you have an amazing weekend, but uh, let's have a listen to one person who decided to send us a voicemail, which we're loving getting as well. We love getting your, your voice messages. Yeah, if you've ever got something to say, you don't have the time to uh, get on the phone with your boys. We know how busy life is. Just pop through a little voicey and we'll make sure we can insert it into this podcast at some point. Uh, so, which Lucy has done because she heard you, Matt O'Kine, say this week that nothing has ever good has come from ice skating. And I think she has a uh, has an opinion about that as well. So we'll leave you with that one. Have a really good weekend and we'll catch you on Monday morning. Bye-bye. Hello, my name's Lucy and I just wanted to send in a little voice note to you guys to say I wholeheartedly agree with Matt's statement that nothing good ever comes out of ice skating. When I was on year nine camp in Adelaide, the teachers thought it would be a great idea and something fun to do if we all went ice skating as a cohort, but it did not turn out to be the most successful night. Firstly, someone got a pretty severe concussion and ended up in hospital. Another person fully broke their arm. And then thirdly, and perhaps a squirmy warning is needed on this one. Hey guys, Marsha here. No, seriously, squirmy warning. Big squirmy warning. You've got three seconds to turn it off. Three, two, one. Okay, here you go. Someone's hands got completely sliced in half because someone ran over it on the ice skating rink. So ice skating is a no from me since then. Thank you. What? Oh, we really have to start pre-listening to these things. Ah! Ah, have a good weekend. Ah! That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.